Hey, what's going on? Hope everybody's enjoying their week so far. Hopefully everybody's getting getting off to a good start. Um, it's Sunday. Everybody's got a fresh week ahead of them. But uh, before you get started, I'm, I'm glad I, we've got uh, we've got some people here today that that hopefully the the title might have caught your eye, or hopefully uh, the 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 idea behind getting into the brains of of spending that that maybe that caught, that caught your idea, but. I found this little um, this little image. So I normally pop in, and all you see is my face, right? I know, I know it's upsetting. That's not what you're seeing right now as much. But I found this little picture, and I, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And I was like, man, let me start off with this because uh, we're focused on the brain, right? And and we'll get into some of the details of that. But uh, we only have twenty dollars in our savings account. How did this happen? And don't worry, I'll find something to buy for twenty dollars right away. So I, I thought that was a, a good way to good way to start this off. A little heart and a little brain. Uh, and how the heart and the brain work together, but but uh, I I found that and I was like, man, let me let me start off with that. It's just a little funny picture of uh, you. You probably can relate. Uh, oh, I got twenty dollars. Let me go find something to spend that on right now. I'm not I'm not supposed to have that, but but yeah, let's um, let's let's get into the uh, the purchase psychology. So we will we'll jump into it. Uh, I got I started writing uh, sort of my my notes for notes for today and and I ended up with uh started out with like I don't know I I had an idea of of how I sort of wanted to go down this uh this training our minds spending effectively and sort of how I wanted to to get that message across how I wanted to uh more importantly uh, try to help you try to help you get to to where you want to be financially and and give you some of the knowledge and tips to to do that. So uh, I'm going to focus a lot of this first half. So I'm going to go through just a quick introduction of where this is going to go, right? And then I'm going to dive deep into habits specifically, because because a lot of what you do is based off some habit that you formed in, in your inside of you. So it's your habit, and you've you've created it, and you formed it, and. And um, I'll leave you with a book that that I, I highly recommend. It's probably one of my all-time favorite books to 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 read or listen to if you do the audible or the audiobook version. Um, but I want to jump into to more like the psychology side, and so you can connect this to your finances. You can connect this to, I mean, technically you connect this to anything because if you can train this this habit setting or this habit loop, um, you can actually begin to drive change in pretty much any part of your life. Uh, I'm going to get into spending habits um, and and how your brain sort of tricks you in spending. All right. Uh, look at the habit loop and then we'll talk about we'll talk about cutting cost uh, and how and how we can fix a lot of our a lot of our issues. And then I'll wrap it all up and give you something to leave with. So uh, to start off, uh, I'm going to go I'm going to focus a lot on on your brain, my brain, everyone's brain and. And, and if you didn't know this, I'm going to tell you now that your brain is the most powerful muscle in your body. Um, if you think about it, like right now, like you're breathing, like, like right there, I was thinking about breathing, but, but normally, uh, you just breathe, right? You don't tell yourself to breathe. And that's, that's your brain. Your brain is absolutely telling your body to breathe because it needs oxygen to survive. All right. Your heart's beating. We'll go back to our little example of the brain and the heart. They go hand in hand because your heart's beating. You have food that's digested. Maybe, maybe you just had lunch or you maybe you just had dinner or whatever time it is where you're at. Um, your, your food's digesting. When you wake up in the morning, uh, your brain is telling you to wake up in the morning. 
Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's your alarm clock. But either way, your brain converts sounds into into um, something that you can understand. And then all of a sudden, now the sound wakes you up. But it all started with your brain. I guess that's the part we're going to get to. So if you know all this and you have this 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 understanding of the brain being such a powerful thing and and i was i was brought up and and talked uh you you your brain is is only only operating at 10 10 capacity and all that eh, right or wrong no one i don't know if anyone knows how much your brain's actually working or whatever and maybe they are i've never looked it up but if you if you ever if you ever if you think about your brain being this powerful and your brain being this strong if you ever really thought about how the brain is actually affecting how you spend your money, all right? Uh, and it goes back to that little funny image we started with. So I got $20 in the savings account. Where, where, you know, how we, how's this? And then the, the heart saying, well, let me go spend it right now. Your brain is telling you, not your heart. Your brain is telling you um, how you should spend your money. And, and, and that's, that's the way it is. So the brain not only, uh, not only is working off of things that are in front of you, right? So the brain's not just taking in light and taking in sounds and taking in all these things around me and, and my, and comprehending them for me. Um, your brain works off of previous experiences. So things that you've experienced before memories that you've, that you've created and held on to. And, uh, these are all kept in this like subconscious part of your mind. And that subconscious part is also the part that's, that's like I said, breathing, uh, helping you breathe or telling you to breathe or telling you to, to, to digest food, tell you to, to whatever. Um, but, but how you handle your money, uh, has been developed from those things as well. So, so the same way that you, these memories and these experiences have, are influencing you as a person today, uh, they're also influencing how you're spending your money. All right. So like I said, we're focusing on the brain right here at the beginning. I want to really dive into your brain. So the prior experiences, so maybe, Every time you start your day with a Starbucks cup of coffee, you have a great day. Your brain has just has just um, sort of tr- or created this this connection where Starbucks equals good day. All right, and, and now you may have a habit where like, well, if I don't start off with my cup of coffee in the morning or my Starbucks in the morning, I don't have a great day. And um, you have that mindset, right? And and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're in this habit loop of, of going through that. And we're going to talk in detail about this memories. All right. So memories, my parents spent like this and they turned out all right. Right. So my, my parents spent like this, this is how this is how they did it. Um, and now I, this is how I do it. And this is how I'm going to do it. Uh, that's your brain. Your brain is remembering a memory and that's influencing your spending because it's, it's you, you saw, or you remember, uh, your parents doing things a certain way. And now all of a sudden you think that that's the way you need to do it. All right. And uh, another one, I, I touch on the, the things you've seen or the things you're seeing. So let's say I have a friend, right. That goes off and buys something like he buys a new cell phone or buys a new car or buys a new something. You're like, Oh, well, me and my friend, we have the same income. So I should be able to afford that too. Right. Like I can just go buy that too. And then you go buy it and you keep with the Joneses in that sense. But, but but that's that's that aspect. That's that piece that your brain is is subconsciously like you've got it in this loop. You got it in this habit of, of doing things um, for whatever the reason is. So there's some some something that's going on in your brain that's saying, I need to do this because of this. I need coffee in the morning to have a good day. Like you've created that in your mind. You take away coffee and you could still have a good day. Now, you, 
you may not feel like you're going to have a good day because you you probably are going to feel sluggish or whatever from some kind of caffeine withdrawal. But but you you can have a good day without coffee. Like it's it's it's, it's going to happen. I'm telling you. Uh, but but all these things you you that's happening. You're training your mind. You're training your brain to spend like 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 in a in a certain pattern in a certain way. And I know this this whole uh, brain thing and and how it works and making me breathe. Oh, that's too much. That's too. I don't know. I didn't keep up with biology, anatomy, whatever. Like, so I got you. So we're going to get to the nitty gritty of this concept. And and I want to open up with is the fact that your your blah 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 your brain plays the biggest role in your your saving and your spending. It has nothing to do with your parents or your upbringing or your background or or your income or anything. Your brain plays the biggest role in how you save money and how you spend money. All right. All those other things are excuses that you can fall back on if you so choose. But I'm telling you, they're excuses because studies show that there's huge spenders. I mean, big, spontaneous impulse spenders that grew up with conservative spending families, that there's big savers. I mean, super conservative savers that just are just saving penny pinchers even and they grew up with this compulsive spending family. So what you grow up with, what your upbringing was, the, the where you came from, anything like that doesn't have to influence how you spend today. You're creating your own habits based off of your prior experiences, your memories, those cues, whatever it is. You're creating that for yourself. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. All right. So let's get started. We're going to jump right into the spending habit itself because come on, somebody, here we go. We love to spend money. We love the habit of it. So there's nothing like feeling like you got this good deal, right? You buy a new car or a used car or whatever, and you're like, man, I got a really good deal on that. Or, or let's say you frequent this coffee shop or restaurant or whatever, and you go to this restaurant frequently and you spend, let's say, 20 bucks, $20 every time you go there. But this next time you go in there, they're like, they, they charge you, you buy the same thing, but they charge you $5, right? They're like, here, same meal, $5. There's, a, there's, there's this mental part in your brain, right, that, that says, wow, I just got $15 off on this meal, and you're mentally just going to enjoy it more. Because you got a $20 meal, for five bucks, right? So, so you just mentally, you like it more. You like this meal more because you saved money, right? So there's this, there's this, even in spenders, even in big spenders, people that love to spend money, you 
you will notice that when they get good deals, they love to talk about it. Because because when when they get a good deal on something, in their mind, they now have money to spend somewhere else. They don't have to stop at store one. They can go to store two, three, and four and buy things as well because they save money at store one. But from a, a, a realistic side of things, the that 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 little savings is is a good feeling. And to get away from anything else, no, we're not going to make our spender continue spending in this scenario, but the good feeling that comes of it comes with that piece right there. So I'm going to start off with, I'm going to tell you, maybe you've heard of this, but there's a study that was done back in the 60s by Stanford, and this this story still holds true. So there was these kids, right? And they, they had these kids, and they presented all of these children with, with treats, marshmallows, pretzels, candy, cookies, whatever. And they said, kids, I want y'all to select one treat and... And if you eat it immediately, right, if you, if you get this treat, if you pick up that marshmallow, that cookie, that pretzel, whatever, and you eat it right now, that's the last one you get. You're not getting anything else. However, if you'll wait a few minutes before eating it, you'll get another treat. You'll get to pick another one. So this delayed gratification, right, so I don't instantly get to enjoy this. If I wait, I get to double up on my treats. I got one treat before. If I'll wait, I'll get a double. I'll get another treat. So I'll double it. So the they they Stanford ended up following these kids on through life, right? And and as adults, and they were watching how they were developing. These same children, and they they knew who consumed their treats early and who waited to get double up on the treats. And what they noticed was that people or the kids that at a young age were able to understand that idea of delayed gratification and getting more for, for just waiting just a little bit longer, they actually ended up achieving more success in life, whether that be more financial success, more career success, more education success, whatever the case may be. The Those those adults now are, 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 are enjoying more success because of that that innate ability to choose a delayed gratification versus the I want it now. Okay. So spenders, people that really enjoy spending, they fall into that I want it now. Spenders that really enjoy spending, they want to spend the money that they have. Um, it doesn't bother spenders that much that that they don't have much in savings. They really don't care. It's like my heart and my, my brain uh, little picture, but they really don't care. Like they really, they just want it now because they're happy spending. When they're spending money, they're happy. And and we're going to get to sort of why that is, but, but, um, or sort of give you an idea of why that is. But if that's you, if you're, if you're like legitimately a huge spender, you love spending money that makes you happy. Uh, you're not destined for failure. I promise. We just, we've got to do, do a couple of tweaks in your brain and reprogram it, but it is possible. And First off, as with everything, you just have to want it. If you if you want to um, if you want to you know end up saving more uh, and 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 investing more into your future, it just it just takes a little want to by you, uh, and and we can do that. So we're gonna we're gonna visit. I'm gonna start off and I'm gonna visit part of one of the books, uh, my favorite books, The Power of Habit. Um, to get us started in this and sort of start to sort of tile this together. So in the power of habit, he, the author talks a lot about this habit loop. And and this is, I, I highly encourage you to go read that book or listen to that book or whatever. 
to really start to understand sort of why you tick the way you tick, why you do things the way you do things. Cause it's, 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 you can, you can lie to yourself and say, that's not you, or you can tell yourself the truth and, and, and realize that is you, and you can start to figure yourself out. Right. Um, but, but in, in all, in all honesty, there's three, there's three parts of the habit loop, the cue, the routine and the reward. All right. And everything you do follows that same path. Everything you do follows that same path. It applies to your situation as much today as it did yesterday and tomorrow. I promise you, you just have to identify. And, and, and this is, this is one of the main reasons, um, I put a tweet out probably, I don't know. Uh, it's been, it's been maybe a week or two ago. And, um, I talked specifically about like, to not try to change everything at once. Right. So if you have a habit of spending, if you have a habit of something, you have you have to start to focus on one thing at a time and you can't try to change everything in your life at once. You can't just wake up tomorrow and be a new person. You can't wake up tomorrow and be 10 pounds lighter. You can't wake up tomorrow and be $10 million richer. Like this, this stuff takes time, right? So you've got to figure out your cue, your routine, your reward for the habit that you're trying to change, okay? So the cue. So the cue is what's going to tell your brain how to switch whatever it is you're doing onto autopilot. So like it sort of like digs into this file folder right inside of your head. And it's like, okay, let's use routine blank because that's the habit that we utilize when we do this cue. All right. So this cue happens. Bang. It just happened. It could be a time. It could be a place. It could be a something like you see, like something you see. Um, and a good example, and, and, and the author uses that in his book, but um, a cue, he talks about how like drunk driving, right? Like, like you can like drunk, dr- drunk drivers. Uh, there's, there's tons of people that, that drink and drive all the time, but not all of them wreck. Right. But if you're, if you're looking at this person that's totally impaired, right, totally impaired and, and they're driving, they're still stopping at the stoplights. They're still stopping at the at the or turning at the the stop signs. You know they still know how to get home. Like they've got it's it, it, all this. They understand. They 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 know to slow down when a car slows down. They they have all these instinctive things that they do are driven by cues because their brain is on autopilot. It's just going through the motions of and it knows which habit to use when certain things happen. When when it when the light turns red. That's your cue. And all of a sudden it digs into the brain. It's like, well, I should stop. So then all of a sudden the routine is to put your foot on the brake and then your reward is that you stop and you don't die. So, um, that that's this whole mindset, this cue routine reward. And it goes through and that, that you can use it with drunk driving. You can use it with anything. We're going to go through a couple examples here in just a second, but the routine, it can be physical, mental, emotional, or whatever, but this is what you do when the cue occurs. So if every day at one o'clock, like clockwork, you go grab your, you know, your, your, like you're, you're getting tired. Maybe your lunch is settling in and you go grab like a drink from a, a, a vending machine or whatever. Every day at one o'clock, you go do that. Your cue is your one o'clock getting tired. Your routine is I just walk to the vending machine. You're rewarded. You get a drink and you enjoy it. Right? So that's sort of that mindset. So the reward is that part of the brain and, and it, it, it decides if this is worth remembering or if it's okay to forget this one. Um, and this is what you're giving yourself. That reward is what you're giving yourself in this case. So remember cue routine reward. That's the process that, that habits are, are built upon. And that's also the process you have to, 
uh, begin to to figure out to try to change or, or, or influence that habit. So to change the habit, you've got to change the routine. I know it sounds crazy. You've got to maintain the same cue and same reward. All right. Same cue and same reward. So when you're looking at your habits and you're looking at, at, at certain habits, right? If I, if my cue, when I wake up in the morning, Tom, Tom based, Tom based cue, I wake up in the morning. I instantly, my routine is I go and fix a cup of coffee. The reward I receive from that is the heat of the coffee wakes me up. Right? So if all of a sudden I'm like, man, I really need to cut back on coffee. I can't change the cue because I've, I've got that cue in the morning. I'm going to wake up. I can't change the reward because I need to get, I need to wake up. Right? So I'm going to maintain those two things, but what I'm going to start to experiment with, and maybe it is the reward that needs to change. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not what I think it is. Maybe the reward is, I think it's because I want to wake up, but maybe it's just, I enjoy the taste of coffee and that's the reward. So maybe I would change it and I say, all right, well, this morning I'm going to, um, I'm going to, my cue with me, I'm going to get up. My routine is I'm still going to go fix a drink. It's just this time I'm not going to fix a drink of coffee. I'm going to reward myself with orange juice. Let's see if that wakes me up. Maybe that doesn't. Maybe I've got to I've got to change that. Maybe I got to change another piece. But you've got to start to identify and start trying to change and move pieces around until you figure out a more healthy routine to achieve the same reward. And I'm telling you, your reward is not always what you think it is. You got you've got to experiment with what you think the reward is. Was that because you were tired and you wanted something to wake you up, or was it you wanted something hot, or was it was it a reward that you needed? Um, what was the rewarding part of that 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 habit loop? And that's that's the part that you've got to really work to figure out. So the 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 thing is though is is you have to be able to use the most powerful muscle in your body, the brain, to begin to make habits that can see past like a short term gratification. And habits then routines that are going to help build on like a, a healthy financial future. Okay, so that's the part that I want to I want to jump in. So, so we'll we'll get into it with starting with cutting the cost. So how do we fix how do we fix the habits that we already have? All right, you've got to first be able to find what it is that you're doing that's gotten you to where you are like right now. And know that it's not it's not as easy as it sounds, but it is doable. I promise you, it is doable. You've got to you've got to figure out what is it that's gotten you where to where you are today. There's some habits that are in your life currently, and they've got you to where you are today. If you have a spending problem, or simply you just want to invest more, we we all have habits that we've got to kick to be able to do those things. So if you're spending too much, or you're you you know you you want to you want to save more. Um, there's some, there's some habits you got to kick and, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to get into them, um, and we'll begin to understand what it is that, that, that is cueing you to do your routine. That's giving you a reward. So, uh, I'm going to give you some examples because, because when you're first hearing about these, they, they might not make as much sense. So I'm going to, I'm going to break down a couple examples. Hopefully it starts to make sense. So, so maybe, maybe you get, you're doing this very uncomfortable task, right? And 
uh, in my example, I'm going to use like uh, maybe you you're dicing garlic. You're you're you know you're cutting up garlic um, cloves and you're you're getting some some good diced garlic to go on some meal when you're in the kitchen working. And dicing garlic is so uncomfortable to you. Like you 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 hate doing it. It's terrible. The garlic bulbs are sticky. Like are the garlic uh, cloves are sticky and you're like, man, like this is awful. I hate doing this. So what do you do? So the cue was there was this uncomfortable task you hated doing. So maybe every time you get an uncomfortable task, your brain switches to a routine. And the routine that you've developed for uncomfortable task is I'm going to open up my phone and I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to Google or I'm going to I'm going to search on Amazon garlic dicer something like that. I don't know. I really don't know what it would be, but garlic dicer. So you buy this gadget and you think now my life is going to be so much easier. I just bought this nice garlic dicer and life is going to be great. So you use the garlic dicer and you use this new kitchen gadget a few times. And then all of a sudden you start to realize that the kitchen gadget seems just as uncomfortable as it was before, you know, just dice and stuff because I got to get the gadget out and then I got to do it. And then I got to clean the gadget versus used to, I just had to clean a knife. Like like it, it all of a sudden seems like it's it's just as bad as as the the previous um, way of doing it was. So, with this example, you can see that it's it's this simple thing. This cue was this physical task that you didn't you know particularly like. It wasn't very comfortable. Um, and then there was the routine was like every time something's uncomfortable, I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to search for something that can fix this one uncomfortable thing. And then all of a sudden the reward is you feel like you can now do whatever it is that, that you were uncomfortable more efe- uh, efficiently. Right. But what have you done in the process? You've spent money to buy something that you don't need for a reason that um, you slightly uncomfortable right uh but it wasn't uncomfortable just though maybe the way you were doing it was uncomfortable right and made that part was uncomfortable so you bought something you spent money with for to buy something you don't need and you only used it for a short time so three reasons right there that that you you decided to do this and you're in this habit loop right so how can you change this well uh, we've got a, a, the cue was the uncomfortable task. The, this cue specifically was uh, dicing garlic. The reward was you wanted it to be easier. You you hated doing it and you wanted it to be easier. So we're going to change the routine in this sense. So what if instead of going to Amazon to buy something to make this easier, you, you just open up a search engine uh, like Google or Bing or whatever. And, and you instead you say, how to dice garlic more efficiently or effectively or how to dice garlic and you watch a youtube video that shows a routine or a, a way that you can dice garlic in a much easier fashion for you wow that that saved money and it's effective i mean it's 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 totally crazy right uh but you just you just took the time out of your day and you you were like man like i can find a more effective way or more efficient way to do this instead of going straight to amazon buy something think your life is saved and then all of a sudden you get it and you don't use it or you barely use it and then all of a sudden you're right back to where you started and then if you would have just gone to youtube all of a sudden you would be more effective and it wouldn't cost you any money so 
long story short, uh, that's just one example of, of me dissecting a simple way that, that people utilize a habit loop and they don't realize they're doing it. Okay. So here's another example. So let's say you go to the grocery store on Saturdays, every Saturday, you don't miss it. You go to the grocery store, but when you go to the grocery store, you don't have a grocery list. You don't have a meal plan in place for what you're going to cook. You just end up going to the grocery store, buying a couple random items and uh, a lot of the groceries you don't even use or in, you know, week after week, you haven't been using them. So in this example, a cue would be going to the grocery store on Saturday. So, so the cue could be Saturday. Um, and this could be because you need food or this could be that you just enjoy leaving the house on Saturday. I don't know. I don't know why someone would want to go to the store every Saturday, but that could be uh, the cue could be uh, Saturday and the reward could be that you're doing it because you want to get out of the house and it has nothing to do with the grocery store. That's just the routine you decided to do on Saturday to get out of the house. You see what I'm saying? So the routine is you go to the grocery store, but since you don't really want to go to the grocery store per se, you're really just going because you needed something to do to get out of the house. You didn't go with a plan. And so unfortunately the reward for this is your reward was, uh, you got out of the house because that's what you wanted. But what ends up being the reward is you have a ton of groceries that go without, you know, they're not, they're not even used because there are a ton of just random ingredients that have no plan in place to get them used. Um, and then all of a sudden, that another reward from this is the fact that you can now feel better about like going out to eat because think about it. You didn't have a plan for where your groceries were going to go. So now when you go out to eat, you didn't, you're not, you're not ruining anything. Like there wasn't, there was never a plan. Like you had no, if someone would ask you, what are you having for dinner tonight? You would have had no idea because you didn't plan that part out. So then if somebody's like, oh, well, I need, let's go out to eat because you don't have a plan. You're easier to say, yes, let's do it. Let's go do it because you did not make a meal plan versus if you would have had a plan for where those ingredients were going to go, then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I'm having chicken Parmesan tonight. Like, that's, that's what I'm making. And now it's like, oh man, that sounds great. Nobody's going to tempt you to take you out to eat or want to go out to eat because nobody's going to take you out to eat and pay for it, right? Unless you're on a date, I guess, maybe, I don't know. But, um, you're not going to be, the people are not going to be tempted to offer because maybe there's like, Oh, you got a plan in place. You already know what you're eating tonight. I don't, you know, maybe they're the ones that don't have a plan in place. And that's why they're asking. I don't know. But all of this is all you can see how these, this habit loop, you're getting in this loop of, of mindset, this loop, of, this loop of, of training your brain to react in certain situations. And, and that's the part that we've got to change. We've got to, to, to make that happen. So I'm going to use that last example and I'm going to, I'm going to move over, uh, to my desktop here. Um, you can, you can ignore the McAfee, but I'm going to, I'm going to open this up and maybe this is, uh, 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 this website, I, you know, I was told about this one, um, budget bites girlfriend told me about this and she was telling me about it. I was like, man, this is cool. Like I really want to, you know, use this uh and this is a great great little thing to to throw in here and i'm not a endorser i'm not affiliated with budget bites i know nothing about budget bites except for the simple fact that i said man if this last story that i used can relate to anyone maybe someone here can use it and 
because yes, there's a cost. 100% there's a cost that goes with budget bites. Budget bites is not completely free thing to use, but uh looking at my screen, what I clicked on is meal plans. And pretty much you can you can buy certain meal plans, right? Slow cooker dinner meal plans, 6 bucks. One pot meal plan. 12 bucks you know you got any most of them are 12 dollars or whatever vegetarian omnivore uh 30 minute meal plan but what these are these are four weeks worth of of meals planned out for you with the ingredients that you need to to do them all right and then you can look at the ingredients and then be like well i don't i don't even eat uh cream cheese this says cream cheese if you can't see it uh let's see i don't think i can i don't think i can zoom in on that nope so uh, maybe like, I don't even eat cream cheese or whatever goes on. I don't even want to buy cream cheese. So now all of a sudden you can save money on this. But, uh, according to their website, most of their, most of their meals are roughly or ingredients are about 60 to $70. That's what I was reading somewhere on here. Um, each meal is processing four to six servings. Um, and yeah, uh, the, the, it's, it's really, it's really something. Cause, cause here's my thing. If you're struggling with, with, um, if you're struggling with with eating out a lot, right? Eating out is it will absolutely destroy your budget. Eating out will absolutely eat away every bit of the money that you think that you want to save, that you don't think you can save, is probably going to some form of eating out, coffee shop, uh, something along those lines. So, so whenever you want to start looking at cutting, meals is the first place to look. Because you're like, man, like, why, how am I cutting if it costs me twelve dollars? Well. That's that's where you do a little analysis of your life, right? If you're going to the grocery store and you're buying tons of food, tons of ingredients that you're not utilizing and you're going out to eat anyways, or you're buying tons of ingredients that you end up that end up going bad, guarantee you you're probably wasting more than $12 in a month worth of food. Okay? So if you're wasting more than twelve dollars, if you're wasting twelve dollars and one cent worth of food in a month, this plan would not cost you but a penny. You see what I'm saying? So it's 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 not as much as it's twelve dollars versus it's twelve dollars on top of everything that I'm going to save by utilizing it. So, um, is is and it's not only going to save you financially; it's going to save you time. Like it's got your grocery list right here. It's got your, um, you know, it's got everything that you need right here for 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 you to to really get really get started on on that and that's just you know a little thing that i that uh, she was telling me about and i thought man that's great i can throw that in here and 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 there's there's even even with you know with anything there's um there's trade-offs but but this is going to cost you a little bit of money 12 bucks but if you're if you can save in the long run it's totally worth it so uh, let's flip back over so if, if what, what I want to end with, I'm going to wrap this up, but what I want to end with is that there's always uh, a cue, a routine reward for every habit that you have. You just got to figure out each for your own life and then begin to change those routines to get you into building new habit loops. Um, and, and your brain's your brain. Like it is a hundred percent your brain. Uh, I don't know what's in your thoughts. I don't know what you've experienced. I don't know anything inside of your brain. Uh, but what I do know, and I am here to tell you that your habits can be shifted 
for the good and 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 it will improve your financial future if it, or any part of your future if you if you're trying to get on a health streak changing habits is the only way for a a ongoing healthy lifestyle uh, you can diet all you want, but it's it's diets are, are shown to to fail in the long run because of the habits are not changing. So you don't have to do something one way because that's how you've always done it. That's that's part of that changing the routine, uh, and 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 it will take time for you to begin to start to control your habits. But to do it, to control your habits, you have to be able to write down every cue every routine, every reward, and then start, start playing with them. See if I change this cue, do I still get the reward? Um, if I change this, this routine, do I still get the reward? If I change this, if is it the reward even what I think it is? And so all of a sudden you start, you start adjusting, right? I, one, one good example that I've, I've, I've heard is, um, is like procrastination. Procrastination is, is, um, a routine. And I'm going to show you procrastination is not a reward. Procrastination is not a cue. Procrastination is the routine. And the reason why is because the cue is normally people procrastinate when they're, when there's something big that they need to do. So if it's, if you needed to write a big, long paper, you would procrastinate on that. So writing the paper or the big task, right? That's the cue. The routine is when I'm when I'm faced with a big task, I procrastinate. And the reward from that is that I don't feel as overwhelmed by the big task. So you're literally rewarding yourself by procrastinating, which is why you get into a loop of procrastinating. It's 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 totally in your brain. It's totally in your mind, and you can change that. So um going back to the, the whole Stanford study with the treats and the brain and all that, um if it it, it if you're only focused on instant gratification in your life, this is what I want to leave you with. If you're only focused on instant gratification. If everything you're doing is for instant gratification, all parts of your life is going to sneak up on you. You're going to always feel like you're behind because you're not planned for it. You're not, you're not, you're not planning what is going to happen in your future, whether that be financially in your career, in your day, uh, personal life, like whatever you're not going to be planned for. You're going to always feel like you're playing catch up. So we've got to change those habits. We've got to change everything from the mindset and shift that instant gratification over to more of a long lasting gratification where you just feel happy for the longevity of your life, not just in the right now. So, um, and, and that, that, that routine change, that reward, whatever, um, saving is tied into all of that and and saving effectively spending money effectively it, it comes in many forms and uh maybe you enjoy couponing like i hate uh coupon like i i would never sit around and cut out coupons for to save money like i don't see the value in it people some people love it it's a challenge it's fun to them do it I'm telling you do it if that's fun to you if you enjoy saving money that way do it if you enjoy attending local events in your neighborhood and your state and your city, do it. The, the most of the time people only spend money on the weekend because they haven't really thought about it. There's probably a ton of local events. The cue is they want to get out of the house. The reward is 
they want to get out the or the excuse me the cue is it's the weekend and the reward is they want to get out of the house the routine can be filled with anything in most people's life so if it's a free event to go and attend and learn something new about maybe your your city your state your neighborhood whatever or maybe it's an event a sporting event a a, a theater event like whatever like there's probably free events all the time that you can go and do go do it because all you need to change is that routine and your reward will still be met You've got to figure out, you've got to know what your reward is. So you can change it to a routine that still gives you that reward. Okay. Cause ultimately you do have a cue, you do have a routine and currently you you're getting, you're getting a reward. Um, and if those routines and rewards are not going toward financial freedom, it's definitely a habit that's worth relooking. So with that, I'm going to leave you with that. Hopefully uh, you got a lot out of this. I highly encourage you to go and check out the book, uh, the power of habit, digital format, uh, audio format, uh, physical copy, whatever power habits, a great book to read. Uh, and as always, if you need a, any, any sort of, uh, financial coaching, financial, um, guidance, anything like that, please reach out to me, the forward slash contact, uh, links and down in the description below, um, for that. I appreciate everyone that's tuned in today. Um, and I hope you have a great, great week till next week. Peace.